1: presented by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us, Aaron Everham and Steve Post. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. I was in Kyle Larson country this weekend. Oh, yeah? Well, I think anytime you go anywhere where sprint cars have raced, you become in Kyle Larson country. Yeah. We We were talking about, I was in Road America, NASCAR Cup Series, Xfinity Series. What a crowd. The crowd looked awesome. It was insane, people everywhere, Uh, and really the weekend kicked off with IRA bumper-to-bumper sprints down at uh, Sheboygan, (laughs) at the uh, Plymouth Dirt Track, uh, Sheboygan (laughs) County Fairgrounds, and uh, Bill Baylog picked up the win on that North Pole Nightmare, and then um, over to Road America, over to Elkhart Lake, um, and I was thinking that we were talking during the uh, one of our commercial breaks with MRN, we can talk to each other during the commercial break. And at one time, Larson did something, took the lead, did something, and someone said, man, this place just erupted. And I said, well, this is Kyle Larson country. And then I got thinking about it. Well, anywhere sprint cars race is Kyle Larson country.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, anywhere NASCAR races is becoming Kyle Larson country, too. <laughs> and, then, and then as the day went on, then NASCAR's most popular driver, Chase Elliott, took the lead, and they erupted again. But um, <laughs> Wisconsin is such a neat part. And, and you're headed there this I weekend, am. right?
2: Yep, headed up to Slinger.
1: Well, yeah, tonight's the big Slinger Nationals, which I think that is awesome. I know this is a sprint car show. Bear with us here just a little bit. We're going to talk a little. Slinger Nationals is one of the great super late model races on asphalt. Yeah. The winner tonight gets into SRX on Saturday Yeah, isn't that neat? That is just. I didn't. I wasn't aware. Of, yeah. I have lost. A, Aaron's husband is Ray Everham. SRX. Ray and Tony have the SRX. That's on CBS on on Saturday nights.
2: Yeah. Thanks for the
1: plug. Yes. No problem at all. <laughs> um, I um. I've kind of. You know. I knew Brownie was the local guy and blue. I knew who the local guys were for a while. Doug Colby. But as time has gone on, I've lost track of who's what. Yeah. I saw Cody Swanson at IRP, which was phenomenal. Yeah. That was so neat. And then, so I, I was saying to somebody, I said, who's the, who's the guy at Slinger? And they said, whoever wins the Slinger now. I said, are you freaking kidding me? Isn't That's that, awesome. yeah.
2: Yeah, that came out early, Um, early on. Ray was trying to figure out, they were trying to figure out the locals, who they could have. And they mentioned a Slinger, like, who do you think? You know, they talked to the tracks and the track was like, well, we have the Slinger Nationals that week. And they're like, boom, that, that would be great. So. They don't know who's going to be in the car. They're so, going to have to make up some decals quick.
1: So, Ty No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm excited for. It. I've never been to Slinger, and from what everyone says of it, I can't wait to say it. they're going to run 150 laps. Yeah, on the wow. quarter mile. Yeah, it's. Gonna... I watched
1: a little uh, Speed Fifty One practice last night for the Slinger Nationals, yeah. and uh, that's on that's on the bucket list. That's a neat little yeah. quarter mile. I'm
2: a little nervous about the carnage. You know, I thought it was pretty bad after Eldora. Yeah, I don't know. Man, Quarter mile. Like tear
1: them up again. Well, it's <laughs> it's it's not your problem. It's it's Allison's husband's problem, right? it's Kamik's yeah, yeah, problem. Yeah, exactly.
2: Absolutely. And then there's only one more race, so it's all right. good.
1: Yeah, right. just just duct tape, the tape them all together after that. Duct tape them all together and go on. Yes, yeah, so it's all Larson country all the time. Yeah. Pennsylvania was Larson country last week as he rolled through there and picked off a couple of wins. Neat, neat stuff. Let's get to our Hefner Racing product. Hot topics. Um, Brad Sweet, the big cat. There was a time three weeks ago. When we said, "What's wrong?" Yeah, he hadn't been like winning or on a podium. It
2: had been like a month.
1: Yeah, like a month. Well, that day is those days are long gone. Uh, he's up to twelve wins this season. Wow. Fourteen more wins. He cracks into the top ten on the all-time win list for the World of Outlaws. Wow. Isn't that? I mean, he's a young, young racer, yeah. young man, young racer.
2: Yeah. Um. You consider the other guys on the list, right? Yeah. And
1: he's he's twelve already this season. And it's the month of money, and you know he tends to shine during the month of money. Um, or the summer of money, or whatever we're calling it. So he's had 70 career wins, uh, five straight at Cedar Lake.
2: I guess he you like Cedar Lake. Yeah, <laughs>
1: That's what he said. He said, I wish they ran the King's Royal here. Yeah, <laughs> A big $175,000 check coming up a little bit later on. But uh, I think Brad might be all right at Eldora, too. Well,
2: you think so? King yeah, Brad, maybe the little...
1: whatever, 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 yeah. if he is, yeah. Um. So neat. So much fun. Uh, World of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink, Sprint Cars. Pennsylvania Speed Week presented by Red Robin Gourmet Burgers and Brews. Eight nights of racing in ten nights. Two rainouts, Hagerstown and Port Royal. Wins. Brent Marks got three wins. Lance Deweyce and Kyle Larson got two apiece. Justin Peck picked up a win. But the champion did not get a win, Danny Dietrich. Consistency. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. Double. He did lament on social media how he's trying to race for wins. Yeah. And um, but
2: he's so sh- he's strong. Like even the Ohio Speed Week, he was what, yeah. second in points champion. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. Second uh, and yeah. second at Ohio Speed Week, first in Pennsylvania. Yeah. What that to me is a testament to is Jake and everybody on the team because that car is finishing all the time. Yeah. And, and Danny driving as well, keeping it out of trouble.
2: And if you know you're running that well, the wins will the, come.
1: You can't just you <laughs> yeah. can't knock down podium after podium after podium without getting some wins exactly. in there. Um, so Danny Dietrich, second championship. Uh, his first was back in 2016. So, and things have settled down. They're breathing again in Pennsylvania for a day or two. Yeah, <sighs> I know. A man, oh man. A lot of racing up there. And the crowds, oh, my God. <laughs> Port Royal, the line in the rain Yes, was out the gate. And Sealing's Grove, people are saying they haven't seen that Sealing's Grove like that yeah, in years. Yeah, didn't and years. Brent
2: Marks post a photo from there? I think it was from there. Yeah, the I think it was
1: Brent was yeah. there. Yeah, and there's just people like Sealing's Grove. So sprint car racing is like, and 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 really racing across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we just talked about Road America. Um, there's a track here in the Carolina South Boston Speedway. I've I've talked to people. They they're like they had a big late model stock show. Yeah, huge huge crowds. So the crowds, people are getting out to racetracks. I don't know whether it's. Cabin fever. Sp- At <laughs> the sprint car world, the racing is just good. Yes. We've talked about that for the last few years. But, I mean, it's just, uh, it's insane. But crowds everywhere. But th- that that Grove crowd, oh, my God. There's yeah. people all over the place. Uh, it's good to see. And Brett Marks, um, we kind of knew. Boy, I'll tell you, that 19M, <laughs> it didn't take him long to get up to speed, <laughs> did it?
2: How many wins does he have now?
1: I know. I don't even, I've lost track.
2: Six or seven? I yeah.
1: don't Yeah. I mean, and that's all, like, with his own new team. Yeah. You know, that sat for a year and yeah, yeah. Just I, I didn't sell anything off. Oh, you, you you had some pretty good stuff. Yeah, good thing you didn't. Yeah, exactly. So neat stuff. Other winners this weekend: Annika, Travis Philo, Nosa was Jade Hastings, Zane Duvall picked up the win at Butler. Justin Henderson, we're going to talk to him. He was the winner Mm -hmm. at Knoxville. Always love talking to Justin Henderson. Um, How about this, Lachlan McHugh? Another Australian winning in North America. He won Fast on Dirt at Waynesfield. We're going to talk to him. Um, and I love this. Western Pennsylvania. Cy Lynch picked up the win. Ed's boy. Yep. Isn't that cool? It I is. love the generational racers. I and do too. Ed Lynch. Great Cy, family. The, the, the Lynch family. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're phenomenal. So there you have it. Our Hefner Racing products. Hot topics. The absolute number one pit utility vehicle in sprint car racing and motorsports uh, and midget racing is the mule conversion from HRP. It starts with a solid platform, dependable, great looking Kawasaki mule, and it's customized to build and built for each customer specification.
2: There's options like generator, air compressor, shock and radius rod racks, amazing toolboxes and drawers, LED lighting and walk on roofs, and more. HRP mule conversions perform, outlast, and maintain their value better than any other utility vehicle. HRP mules raising the standard again in pit utility vehicles.
1: We talked about the big cap, Brad Sweet, picking up the win at Cedar Lake over the weekend. Uh, it wasn't easy. He had to fend off a tremendous challenge mm. from Carson Macedo. Here's our buddy Johnny Gibson with a call on Dirt Vision. And now for the driving, death-defying move of the week. Where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves.
0: Brad Sweet may have a run in the closing two laps. He's got to run down the back straightaway. They'll race to the white flag with a battle for the lead. Slide job by the big cat. He leads as they take the white flag.
3: That death-defying move was brought to you by
1: Drydeen Diesel All-Deaf, the official deaf of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit Drydean.com for more information. For decades, Drydeen Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere.
2: Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sam bass artwork and university of racing lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr, Christopher Bell and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20 use promo code MRN for free shipping. Check them out circlebdiecast.com.
1: Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, rolling along. We are in the Hercules Tires studios in Concord, North Carolina, and we are loving it. That is for sure. We are, um, I am headed to Knoxville this weekend. You were there a few weeks mm-hmm. ago. We're all headed to Knoxville in about a month. In <laughs> about a month, it's July now. I cannot
2: believe it's It's like July. next month.
1: And one of the drivers from out in Knoxville, fine-tuning his operation, he drives that Sandvik Motorsports car. Justin Henderson picked up the win on Saturday night. He joins us on the Dean Hotline. Hello, Justin. Welcome back to Wing Nation.
3: Hey, Steve. Good to be on and for a good reason.
1: Yeah, how about that? Great to catch up with you. Congratulations. Sounds like uh, while well, well, the box score says you led flag to flag, it sounds to me like though, there were some obstacles that you overco- overcame in getting that win on Saturday night.
3: Yeah, we wanted to give the fans their money's worth, you know, so we had to make
1: it exciting at some point. <laughs> yeah, nice nice plan. Well, they appreciate it. I know Kendra appreciates it, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we did have a couple problems throughout the c Actually,
3: the same thing happened a year ago. Um, Austin McCarl again, you know, I can't seem to shake him. He was up to pass me and showed me the bottom there, and we had a yellow. So I was able to move down to the fast line uh, thanks to Austin and, and just kind of motor on out there, and then the nose wing broke. A couple laps after that, I think nose wing broke with 14 to go and laid back. So I was really, really paranoid that Brownie or uh, Austin was going to take me there and just concentrating on hitting my marks and trying to keep the nose down on the race car. And somehow it worked. I, I cannot believe they didn't pass it.
2: How does that work, Justin, when the nose wing is down? I'm, I'm assuming it makes the car tighter. Describe what, what, how different it feels when you're driving.
3: Yeah, well, you definitely know, Aaron, When the, when the nose wing gets knocked back, and you've got all that horsepower they there the two wings are meant to work in balance with each mm-hmm. other so if you change the angle of the nose wing then the front end is going to become extremely light and so if you're down on the bottom and you hook your left rear in the good stuff and your right rear is not really in the good stuff it's going to shove you out across because your nose isn't doesn't have enough stick mm-hmm. so when i realized my nose wing was down it happened right before the red that we had for um i don't remember there's 14 and 13 or 14 to go and uh, i got to realize it there under the red of course and I moved my wing ahead before I shut the car off to a point where I figured the car would be close to balance out again. And we were pretty fortunate that that worked, you know, unless I hooked the tires up too hard, I kind of had to to pre-bend the car a little bit more than I wanted to, instead of driving in nice and straight and hitting my marks and then throttling out because it was just picking up the nose and driving across the
1: middle. Pre-bend. Describe that. (laughs) Uh, Well,
3: um, Sorry, I was trying to get rid of another caller. Uh, <laughs> bad timing. Bad timing. Yeah. Um, basically, to keep it pre-bent on the bottom was just a a little preemptive, not not waiting for it to lock in and, and get it angled straight, come off the corner, so I could come off in the moisture and stay ahead of Brown, who was beating the top real hard.
1: So do you? So now you and and, and I'm trying to think. And again, the next time I climb aboard a sprint car will be the first time. Okay. But can you can you use the apron and, and, and those types of the racetracks to help you as well do that?
3: Yeah, I mean, we use the berm a little bit if we need it. We use, you know, where there's a lot of different things that we use, but mainly knocking the wing ahead to help me the most. Uh, and then, of course, having the preferred line. Yeah.
2: And it must make you feel pretty confident if you had all that going on and you held off all those guys, you know obviously in Knoxville the competition is extremely tough and to get a win there anytime is awesome but knowing you you had to overcome that and you still beat those guys had to be a good feeling
3: yeah I truly couldn't believe it as a matter of fact earlier in the night it was just like last year which is really strange to say because earlier in the night I knew we were going to win I just had that feeling that we were going to win I don't know why and then we went out and we were quickest in hot laps and I thought wow um, that's not like us. And then we went out and we went quick time and I was thinking, oh, geez, this is good because we're not really historically haven't been great qualifiers there. Uh, and then, you know, with the heat race, we went forward and we were number one qualifier and Linton was getting ready to draw the pill and he was in the st- uh, stall right next to us. And I, I knew he was going to draw a zero. I don't know why, but they, he drew a zero. So we started on the pole, but earlier in the night, <clears throat> I was standing there, talked to some people and something was shiny over in Linton's stall. and I just kept catching my eye. And I looked over there and noticed it was a penny. And I could kind of tell it was heads up with my eagle vision, you know? And so I'm talking to these people, and I'm stepping that way while I'm talking to them, and they must be thinking, what is this jerk doing trying to get away from us? I kept stepping over there, and finally I ran over there and picked it up, and it was heads up, and I went to put it in my pocket. One of the guys go, oh, you missed the dime. There's a dime right next to it. I said, that scale is up. You can have it. That's bad luck. So he picked it up. Well, then we went on to win and went and crashed out. So I'm not saying anything about being superstitious, but I'm just saying,
1: historically have you been a superstitious guy or was that just the timing played out with that heads up penny
3: um there is certain superstitions that we we hold pretty tight to and heads up pennies are ones that i like
1: (laughs) others what are other is there another one that you have
3: um i used to have lucky underwear you know for quite a while and they finally (laughs) got old enough where i couldn't really wear those anymore so i kind of got rid of that habit um and then my wife she gives me a kiss and a pat on the butt every time before you know the last time we see each other before i get in the car and she says good luck and so does max so that's kind of the the family uh superstition that holds for all of us
1: well a kiss and a pat on the butt that's that's starting off with good (laughs) luck already that's phenomenal
3: yeah that doesn't if that doesn't get you going i guess not.
2: now was maximus excited how was victory lane with him
3: maximus was very excited we had uh we had an interim crew chief in the in victory lane as well sean he's from uh linton's crew and maximus he climbed up on the top wing while we were taking pictures he doesn't like to do it in the spotlight he likes to do it when nobody's looking so he did his little wing dance and he was very excited for the win
1: i don't care what anyone says and it's your 12th win i think at knoxville raceway it it can does it i'm going to ask a question does it ever get old winning there
3: no no it's not and those wins are really hard to come by you know i mean Look, at, you got Brownie, you got um, Austin McCarl, you got guys that can beat you on any given night, and then you have Invaders a lot of the time when there's no place better to race. Oh, I shouldn't put it that way. Knoxville's always a great place to race, so you're going to have Invaders if they get canceled somewhere else. And uh, it's very difficult to win there. I cherish every win that we've ever had there, and i uh, very grateful for them and obviously can't wait to get back into victory lane. It's like, um, especially during... Hall of Fame inductions, you know, you, you look at those guys that get inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. I got to talk to Billy Alley and Jerry Record after that. And, you know, it's such an honor and a blessing to to make it to the Hall of Fame there, you know. And so that's definitely something I aspire to. And every win, we want as many wins as possible to get us closer and closer to that in the future.
2: And it has to be feel good to get a win this time of year. You know, Nationals are about a month away. Um, have that momentum going on your side.
3: Yeah, that is definitely what I'm thinking about right now and trying to stay consistent now with the way that the car feels. You know, Mike and Pops have changed a lot of things here trying to get this car back to the way it was before I crashed it. And uh, it feels like it's back in that groove. Um, One kind of different bar combination that we haven't been running really made the car kind of come into its own. So I'm excited to get back to Houston as well and all these different racetracks now with the new stuff that we learned about this car.
2: When you talk about bar combinations, I'm a, I'm assuming you probably had to clip the car or do something after a wreck. What do you play around with? You don't need to give us your specifics about it, but like, what are some of the things that will make a difference on a chassis?
3: Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like for certain situations in certain cars, the car might be too right rear tight just naturally, or after you wreck it, it could have a little preload to it, even though there's mm-hmm. not much of a bent tube anywhere to speak of, and it could be right rear tight, left rear tight. So when you can't seem to work that out of the car with either tire spacing or you know Jacob's ladder Um, and if you don't want to go that route then you can go the route of the bars and change up the balance in the back so we put a stiffer bar uh, in one of the corners and it made a big difference for the way that the car acted and uh, it just made it way more comfortable to drive I mean I was working way too hard with the way the car was and now it's just it's just easier to drive
1: that is really, really neat, and that is fascinating. We're talking to Justin Henderson on the Dryden Hotline. Justin, uh, I, I think I said when we were, we were bringing you on, we're, we're a month and a few days away from the Knoxville Nationals. One of the challenges everybody in motorsports is having now is parts and pieces, mm-hmm. whether they're engines, whether they're tires, whether they're this, whether they're that. We're a month out on the Knoxville Nationals, are there parts and pieces that you're, you're keeping an eye on, that you're pulling back, that you're hanging on to uh, as, we, as we start to get closer and closer to that most important week of the year?
3: Yeah, we're trying. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's a difficult for every team out there to get engines and so on and so forth. We're very fortunate with rider engines that we have our motor for the Knoxville Nationals and it's completely ready to go sitting there. Uh, it's just a pick better than this one, but it acts really similar to this one. And then for cars, we wanted to build a new car just like this one, but we didn't get it. And then uh, and then we were waiting for the next one to come, and they had another batch come through. So we told them we would take that one just in, in the thought that we might not get one out of, in time in the next batch for the National Nationals. So our plan is to build this new car, uh, and he's got the parts and pieces for it, and get a, a weekend or two under our belt with it before the Nationals to know if we need to go back to this one that we're racing or just stay with the new car.
2: When you have a uh, motor sitting aside for the nationals, do you run it fresh, or do you have? A, do you like to have a few nights on it before you run the nationals?
3: I would definitely try to put a couple nights on it, just for my own peace of mind. Mm-hmm. I think that just makes way more sense.
1: Yeah, It's fascinating stuff. It really is the challenging this year. I spent uh, I spent some time at the in the hotel parking lot of Jackson with Brownie talking about tires mm. uh, because it's a it's a it's, yeah. it's 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 weird with tires as well. And he was talking about trying to get the right tires for Knoxville. Yeah three or four weeks in advance and setting them aside, but then they shrink, and then they change. I mean, I just can't even imagine. I can't imagine what uh, what you guys are going through. So, But getting that win, I'm telling you what, that is pretty sweet. Justin, uh, we appreciate uh, you joining us here. Appreciate you joining us up at uh, Houston as well uh, on the stage. We had a good time catching up with you there, and uh, we certainly wish you the best as the clock continues to count down to the big nationals, and we wish you the best as you roll f- uh, further and further toward that time.
3: I really appreciate it. It's always fun with you, uh, Aaron, and Steve, and we just uh, can't wait to get this Powersports.com Morton Buildingsburg Flooring car back to Knoxville and hopefully get another win with the way she feels now. So thank you for having me on today, and we'll talk to you again uh, after
1: we win again. Oh, were you the one? Were you? Were you the one in Housatons uh, that gave us a suggestion on? Uh, we went to Ashley and I went to a lunch place in Housatons. I think might have been. I think she said you gave them the name. Well, whatever it was. They're the ones that do the concessions at the track, too. Oh, 212
3: Bar and Grill just down the road?
1: Yeah. No, we didn't yeah, go there. they're pretty no. good. No, it was a different one. Anyhow. Anyhow. Well, anyhow. <laughs> I can't um, remember we, now. Yeah. I've been hitting the head a lot. Of well, I know. And, <laughs> I, and I've been I've been to 16 racetracks since Houston. And that was two weeks ago. So I'm the same way. Well, we went to this spectacular restaurant. I know Ashley said you gave her some ideas. And uh, we went to this place. It was phenomenal. So um, I hate that I can't remember the name of it, but uh, (laughs) is what it is. Justin, it was me. It was me. (laughs) Yeah, we appreciate the time. Thank you, man. Thank you. Take care. There we go. Justin Henderson joining us here on the road. You imagine that the wing is broke.
2: Yeah, and that makes a car of all places. Yeah.
1: Which is the most technical. Run the bottom, and the bottom was the fast one. Well,
2: and I think to try to run the top would be a little sketchy with that.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah. I think to run anywhere would be a little sketchy well, with that. Well, that but, too, you know. but the
2: top would be a little bit more Man, intimidating. Man, that guy is
1: so good, yeah. isn't he? Yes. Gosh, he's so good. Ah, It's incredible. Great to talk with him. Ah, so that's a guy we've talked to a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, when we come back, Lachlan McHugh, a guy who we've never talked to, joins us on Wing Nation. Power isn't born. It's built over time. For over 65 years, Hercules Tires has been providing the muscle to move more drivers. Whatever the vehicle, whatever the terrain, and we back it with a powerful protection plan. So wherever the road or the trail takes you, we have the selection, value, and strength to get you there. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength.
2: Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose-builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer-specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile-style, single-stage cylinders, as well as multi-stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no-one-size-fits-all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at AggressiveHydraulics.com.
1: Flow Racing is the home of Grassroots Racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's F-L-O-racing.com forward slash MRN. In the 1970s and 80s, Bob Trossel took a contingent of American racers to mm-hmm. Australia. And then over the course of time, the Australian-American connection kind of really kind of picked up. Yeah. Between the two countries. It's been going strong since. Max Dumsney was one of the first Australian drivers to come over and had success. Yeah here in North America. Then you look at guys like Brooke Tatnell and Kerry Madsen, Linton Jeffrey, all the success they've had. Well, Saturday night, Aaron, at Waynesfield Fast Series, a new name was added to the North America win list. He joins us now on the Dean Hotline. Lachlan McHugh is on the line. Hello, Lachlan. Welcome into Wing Nation. Hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, Pleasure to be here. Well, it is great to have you joining us. A win in North America. What does that mean to you?
4: Um, definitely pretty special. I was uh, didn't really expect on my first go coming over here to sort of pick up a win, but it um, was more just coming to gain some experience and uh, head home with some more laps under my belt. But um, yeah, pretty cool to get a win over here and, and the team I'm driving for, it's their first uh, win in a sprint car as team owners. So it's just a pretty cool experience all around.
2: Auckland. I had the chance to race in Australia a few times uh, years ago. I don't want to age myself. And it was an, uh, just a wonderful experience. Like you said, it, it's uh, more laps. It's it's more exposure. How did the deal come about? How does it work for someone, especially through COVID, to make a deal to come over to the U.S. to, to race sprint cars?
4: Uh, yeah, it's definitely difficult. Um, organizing travel arrangements and uh, uh, getting approvals from governments and there was a lot of different aspects to get over here before I even uh, sort of worried about finding a drive and that sort of thing. But um, managed to get all that sorted and my crew chief at home, Nick Speed, organized the, uh, the drive for me over here with these guys. He's, he's known them for quite a few years. So uh, that helped having someone that's had a bit of experience over here in America uh, helped me get over here.
1: Well, and and before you got to America, you had a pretty good season—twenty wins during your <laughs> summer season down in Australia. So it it sounds like things went really well down here down there this past year.
4: Yeah, I had a, it was my first uh, season driving the NQ7 um, car, uh, um, crew chief by Nick Speed, and and we uh, gelled quite well straight away, and and uh, managed to get twenty wins out of thirty-one races, which was uh, a pretty cool um, season to have, and. And sort of just uh, rolled on from that momentum, and and came over here to get some more runs runs before I uh, head back back down under and uh, start my season off in August.
2: Oh wow! So you only have an, uh, another month or so. Uh, how would you compare the racing here? Has there been any, anything that surprised you, or is it similar or or different?
4: Uh, there's a lot of similarities. Uh, I guess the tracks are probably a bit bigger than. Um, in australia which is the like biggest thing to get used to is the more wide open uh, sort of tracks and um other than that i think uh, it's pretty similar there's obviously a lot more competition ar- uh, around here it's, you kind of turn up the tracks in australia and there's probably five cars that could win the race but like, turn up the tracks over here and there's 10 to 20 cars that could could win the race quite easily so um you're always racing against Good competition which is uh good as a driver as well because it um makes yourself and improve yourself and uh that's kind of what i want to try and do
1: this year at screven uh Kerry Madsen showed up in this 101 car and i asked him about the car the team because Kerry had uh he'd had the barshinger ride lined up so i knew it wasn't what he was going to do he just picked up the ride and he kind of said yeah it's a bunch of new guys really really good guys tell me more Locklet, about this team 101 who they are and and apparently they're putting together pretty good race cars
4: yes yeah, so uh, Tim moose um, he's actually a heart surgeon in Cincinnati and um, he's just always loved uh, spring car racing and and decided to start a, a spring car team with his uh, wife Rebecca and and uh, Brendan uh friends with them and kind of Put a lot of it together for him and that's how the connection with Kerry sort of came about because uh brendan's worked with Kerry for a lot of years so uh he went down and ran that florida stuff for him and uh austin mccall has driven the car a couple of times as well um yeah and then uh, then i've come over and uh, done some races in it and yeah, it's the first season with the team together but uh still got Still got to grow a fair bit, get some uh, more equipment and stuff, but they're, they're definitely on their way to becoming a good team.
2: And how neat was it to give them their first win? Were they there?
4: Yeah, they were They were all there, the whole family, and their son Nathan as well, and um, they were all pretty pumped to get their first win, that's for sure.
1: The racetrack in Waynesfield, um, I think I heard, uh, you might have, your interview with Brian Leskai afterward, you had been there before, so you kind of knew what you were looking for, and if I'm not mistaken, you really look forward to getting back there, is that correct?
4: Yeah, I came over to the um, United States, like, probably three years ago, just sort of skating, and I went to Waynesfield and quite liked the track, and I was always seen um, to race there, and I went and did the round of a high-speed week there, but didn't didn't really go too well for us. And um, it was good to get back there and and have a decent run at the track, that's for sure.
2: And you said you only have about a month or so left here in the U.S. What is on the schedule? Any big races?
4: Um, we're going to take this weekend off and sort of uh, get our gear ready. And uh, then we're going to do the Brad Doty Classic at Attica and um, then the Four Nights at Eldora. Uh, for the king's royal then i head home um a couple of days after that
1: well there you go nice well, few good you races what. to get yeah there's <laughs> not bad to be at that's for sure that is neat yeah hey when when you're a young australian race car driver sitting sitting in australia you've talked about your crew chief making the connections do you also reach out to to, to guys like brooke or to james mcfadden or Kerry or or, or, or any of those guys is there a is is there is there Kind of a bond between you guys uh, from from Australia. Uh, and I think we've lost it. There we go. Well, well, the answer we'll never know. Yeah,
4: it's all yeah good. I've just been going around doing doing my own thing mostly for the most part, and um, just kind of learning as I go along the way.
1: Nothing wrong with that. Learning as you go—that's yeah. that's really the best way to do it. So, where do yeah. you? Where do you want? Where do you want this uh, journey to go for you in a few years? Where, where would Where would you like to be in five years from now? Racing?
4: Um, I think I'd like to do more and more racing over here uh, um, in years to come, and hopefully it's sort of become a bit more of a full time driver. But um, yeah, just sort of see where the journey takes me. I guess.
1: Nice. Good stuff. Well, Lachlan, uh, your journey took you to Waynesfield Victory Lane on Saturday night with the Fast Series, and we appreciate you spending a little time with us here on Wing Nation. Uh, we'll talk to you down the road, but thanks for joining us here on the program this week.
4: Okay, thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: There we go. How about that? Isn't that awesome? That is a great story. It really, truly is. I mean, it's phenomenal um, to come over here and just pay. see. Here's the part that. Here's the part that, to me, is the maybe the most impressive part about it. I mean, winning races is impressive. Okay. When you start off as a brand new team,
2: yeah,
1: to put a young driver in that car—I mean, and granted, they'd carry an Austin McCarl in it for a, for a few races—but that just speaks volumes of somebody's appreciation of Lachlan's skill set.
2: Well, the twenty wins in Australia don't those... <laughs> hurt
1: you; don't hurt you at all. It certainly helps. No, but when you look at it, how about that, Jim Moose? He's a heart surgeon from Cincinnati. That is a
2: neat story.
1: Yeah. So, but but still, it's like do we get i'm i'm telling you if i'm forming a team do we get a veteran or do we get a young guy i'm not sure i'm in this camp Somebody's speaking volumes for him, and he's obviously doing. Yeah, uh, they're obviously they're smarter than I am. Well, this guy's a heart surgeon. I'm an idiot yeah, radio guy. No, so I, I was is, about to comment on right that. there, yeah, shut your mouth. We don't need you over there, the heart a loud mouth, loud mouth redhead over Ooh. here on my on my left. It's like uh, neat stuff, really cool. Hey, great to catch up. We love meeting new people. I can't wait. He's going to Eldora. I'm going to go up and shake his hand and talk to him up there. Kings Royal.
2: That's neat. I wish oh, I was going.
1: Good stuff for sure. <laughs> Hey, Ashley, what are you up to?
2: Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones.
1: You can never go wrong with a the Honeycrisp.
0: They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of Eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to
1: consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to the checkout. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil.
3: The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car stationing body, bringing more thrills with wing and even more non-wing action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can be there, get double the
0: streaming fun, with Racing Boys and FullRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline into your favorite
1: streaming device. See the
0: full line of events now at ASCSRacing.com.
1: Today is the birthday of Don Mack. How about that? Now, Don is a 2001 inductee into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And my first um, familiarity with Don's name, I don't know Don, my first familiarity, we were at Jackson Motorplex the first year Mm -hmm. up there and going into the Hall of Fame. There's pictures of him everywhere. Well, when you realize in 1959, he bought a B-Modified, started racing in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and Glendon, Minnesota. He soon became the man to beat. Well, the next chapter, you realize why his picture's on every wall. He teamed <laughs> up with Doug Howell. You just, you, when you could end the story there. Yeah. He teamed up with Doug Howell, next stop Hall of Fame. Because when you ran Doug Howell's car, you were headed to the Hall of Fame. Oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a telemarketer. Oh, hold on one. You know what that thing that thing rang in my office earlier, and I'm like, I got to make sure I turn the volume off. And how did I do on that? In, in. So, but you get in with Don uh, with uh, Doug Howell. Yeah, you're going to the Hall of Fame because that car and they just, for lack of a better term, wore um out yeah. in the '60s and into the '70s. Okay, six-time North Dakota State champion. A lot of this with IMCA, six-time Fargo champion, multiple track championships mm-hmm. at Glen uh, Glen Forks and Glendon. Traveled one everywhere. He won asphalt races, dirt races, Florida, Minnesota. All of this <laughs> while farming three thousand acres of wheat, potatoes, barley, and sugar beets.
2: That's a lot of acres.
1: That's a lot of acres. Okay, even won the little five hundred. But as life tends to happen, it was a family farm. In 1979, uh, his parents were killed in a car crash. Oh. And so 31 races into 1980, running the World of Outlaw Tour in the top five in points, he retired as a driver. Wow. Abruptly. Time to go back to the farm, which when you have a family business and your mom and dad are tragically killed, I guess you understand going back to the farm work. But he wasn't done then. Okay? Still have a hankering to get involved with racing. In 1981, this is just one year later, he brought the World of Outlaws to Red River Valley Speedway for the first time, and they've been back ever since.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: For 20 years, he was the managing partner of River Cities.
2: Ugh, love River Cities. Oh,
1: love River Cities. <laughs> oh, it's a great, great place. I can't wait. i got to go up there and see my band, Dan the flagman Man. Oh, no, yeah. The, yeah, he's the flag cam guy. And so when you look at this, it's like, duh, 20, 000, 2001 inductee into the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Today's his birthday. So neat stuff. Really, truly is. Other birthdays, Al Cotton Farmer. Thursday, Jack Hewitt. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Cuz I love me some Jack Hewitt. Why are you laughing? Oh yeah, you're thinking Who about doesn't the, laugh? You're thinking about the same video I'm thinking no, about. No, I'm not even no, just even the video.
2: That. It's just oh, some no. personal experiences. No,
1: I can imagine. Yeah. 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 I ran into him at uh at Eldora last time we were there, it had been 2 years ago for the truck. He was outside of the Love Tunnel. Just yeah. hanging out the with Ray
2: Yeah. sent me a picture of an SRX race at Eldora, the two of them together. Yeah.
1: I'm telling you what, that's just that's just, <laughs> you know. The the funny thing of it is is the video, if, if you are one of six people on the sprint car world that don't know, just Google it. Hey, and if you need a good laugh, just go back and Google it. With MRN, about three times a year, someone on our group will Google it, and we'll just sit around and laugh again. All right? just <laughs> it never go, gets old. It never gets no. old. The beauty of it is is that's just Jack Hewitt. Yeah. Because talking to him in the pits and You're talking to him anywhere, the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Uh, Saturday would have been the birthday of GP, Gary Patterson. Great, great West Coast sprint car racer. Man, I love, I love. We were, when I was out at Ocean, um, someone came up and gave me a Gary Patterson hat. It's still in my office. And I did a little research just thinking about them and uh, just really, really neat stuff. All of these stories, the good news, all of these stories are contained at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. Which and you're going to visit this weekend. I'm going to visit this weekend. Exactly. i got to shoot Bob a note. Make, uh, make it, make me a note. Make, remind make, me. Make me a note. Remind me. i got to shoot Bob a note. <laughs> I'll put it on my phone that's ringing over there. Um, I'll but, text uh, you. Going to uh, go check out the Greg Hygnaut display before the yeah. masses hit in August. Although the masses will be there this time with USAC in town. Yeah. That place is going to be a zoo. They're
2: having um, a good year.
1: Good stuff. Uh, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Now, you can win a Z51 Corvette. It is Elkhart Lake Blue Metallic LT3 Corvette. The drawing is right before the Knoxville Nationals. Go to www.winaz51corvette.com. Win a Z51 Corvette. When
2: I was there, it was sitting right there in the front display.
1: They let you take it for a lap or two or not?
2: No, Bob would not trust me.
1: Well, after watching you with the Red Dragon, I wouldn't trust you either. I wouldn't trust you either. My mall scooter. I would, yes, you and and Ashley with your mall scooters.
2: I mean, I thought I did well. I wrecked her a few times, but I won.
1: I would trust me on an HRP mule better than you on that mall scooter. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yes, absolutely. There, the, there's there's my understanding up there at that mall, there's a couple of families that are spending some time with a the therapist after you about dusted and back, brushed and back.
2: Yeah, well, there's a former F1 star that's still going through therapy. Yeah, he's all right.
1: No, he's fine. I was talking to Weber. Him and I, we we talk like this. Yeah. We're all, he's all good. He's all good. <laughs> Great stuff. We have, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but we have a blast here on Wing Nation, and we have a blast when we go to the racetrack, and our next trip to the racetrack as a group is the 60th running of the knoxville nationals mm-hmm. nos energy drink knoxville nationals presented by casey's general store we'll have vfw wing nation presented by sage fruit on the stage every night i'm going to practice some stage i'm going to go uh i'm going to practice the stage this weekend oh yeah yeah i've got um, you're going to
2: do a little bit of your singing Q&A. and dancing yeah, yeah, that yeah absolutely
1: we're doing q and a's dylan welch and i are doing q a's on friday introducing the Truck Series drivers. Ah. And Tony Bakoven and I are doing Q&A on Saturday with all the Sprint cars. Oh, nice. So I'm going to test the stage, make sure that the distance beer bus, uh, beer is, bus good. is good to go. and Just everything arm like that. length. Arm length right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Bring me one over here. So, yeah, make sure the old Hercules Tire stage is in good shape there. So um, it is great. Good stuff for sure. Uh, can't wait to get out to Knoxville and check out the Sprint Car Hall of Fame and everything else. It is that time of year and uh, fun, fun times for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need to get out of here. Oh, my gosh, i got to go turn my phone off. <laughs> <laughs> and I got stuff to do. I got things to do. So always good to hang out. Yeah, it is. Fun times, that's for sure. Great to hang out with Justin Henderson and Lachlan McHugh. More important than all of that, thank you for hanging out with us here on Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires Ride on Our Strength. Uh, reminder real quick, Thursday's podcast, Brad Doty and Bill Baylog, the North Pole Nightmare, coming up on our MAV-TV show. Great, great stuff for sure. Thanks for joining us here this week on the show.